0: You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build confidence to create communication skills and journey with me in the relentless pursuit of what you want most in life. In this episode number 109, um, I'm bringing a different a different thing for you this week. Um, a different look at confidence mindset and moving forward, right in that relentless pursuit. And that is having a positive focus by cleaning. Now, let me preface this and where this idea came forth. Because it's not just the traditional idea of cleaning. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But this started from waking up in the morning, have my alarm go off, and me going, oh, I don't want to get up because honestly, and I think I I think I've talked about this and I'm, I'm talking about this in a few you know new interviews and episodes I have with Clara is that I have a really difficult time waking up in the morning. Even though I'm the most productive and happy during the mornings, waking up for me is really difficult just because I have really vivid dreams that mess with my perceptions. So when I wake up, it feels like another dream. Uh, I, maybe I can interview a psychologist to maybe get more deep into this, to understand it more on a technical level, because I really don't. And I've talked, you know, with some professionals about this just to it's not anything dangerous or anything. Um, Don't worry about that. It's just this thing that I have, you know, that affects my sleep, which makes it more difficult for me to wake up in the morning and have a good sleep during the night. So getting up is difficult for me. And I've had this goal of waking up at four thirty in the morning, and I accomplished that for a while. Um, and it's just something that requires a lot of focus and determination, and the help of some friends, you know, to maybe call me in the morning. But the reason why one morning I was able to actually get out of bed is because my alarm went off. I was there I was like oh no no and I roll over and I see my in a dim shadow right in a dim shadow of the early morning I see my desk and I remember my desk is filthy it's just a mess of business cards and notes and books and stuff and trash and whatever you know whatever it is is my desk is just, it's just a mess and immediately I jumped out of bed and I just started cleaning my desk like just like very reptilian of like habitual and and just like instinctual just got out of bed clean my desk i was like oh well now i'm up and i'm awake and i'm ready to start the day and that got me thinking is oh well how can i incorporate this idea of cleaning into not only helping me wake up but remain focused and having a good positive focus because oftentimes focus can be very negative in that you're just like i have to get this done i have to get this done i have to get this done And I recently was listening to an interview, um, and I was listening to some people talking. Sorry. um, It was was an interview at, at an event I was at, and this person was talking about, oh, feeling the burden of having to get something done, and he turned it around and saying, okay, instead of what I have to get done, what I want to get done. And of course, sometimes you're not in the position to (laughs) to only do things you want to. Um, In fact, it might might lead to a semi-unhealthy thing, but in the midst of getting focused, that's something that can get you started and then maybe so you can have the focus and determination to then go into the things maybe you don't wanna do, but you have to get done that are maybe a little bit more difficult. We're going to get to I have ideas about, you know, answering that question about doing things you don't want to do in a later episode. I'm working on developing a really good strategy around that because it's a more it's a very specific topic that everyone has trouble with, including myself. And so I'm still I'm still creating that for myself. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, the idea of cleaning, Um, I've been going through this for the last I mean, really, this year has been a year of cleaning and cleaning out my life. And that's what I'm saying is that it's not just cleaning in the traditional sense of getting things clean. That's one great way to get clutter out of your mind, to remain more calm, less anxious, to have less distractions. For example, one way I've been cleaning my life is I have currently in my setup. I have two screens, which is vital, especially for video editing, as I need two screens to be edit, to be editing everything at once, and so that way I have a consistent workflow. Um, it's just so much easier to work. But the problem is. That as I, I've i been falling into the trap of having my work on one screen, but then something else on the other screen, like a YouTube video or a Twitch stream or a show or a movie or something. And I've realized that's just so distracting because I think, oh, no, it's going to help me work because I can have that in the background. I don't really care. And I can just focus on my work. No, no, no. No. Um, that does not work for me at all. Whereas someone like Clara, if you're not familiar with Clara because you're new, her episode is coming out this Saturday because we record every first Saturday or at least we post every first Saturday. We catch up about confidence, communication, and being a young adult entrepreneur. And we have a big announcement coming up this Saturday of being a nice little life goal and some lessons we've learned. And so that's coming up this Saturday. Stay tuned for that. But... Um, That's just one thing that helps her because she has um, ADHD. And so because of that, having something on the other screen actually helps that, you know, that part of her mind focus on something. Then she can actually focus on 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 work. And so for me, though, it doesn't it doesn't that it debilitates my um, my ability to work. And so that's just an important thing about cleaning. And that aspect of cleaning is how can I clean up my life? And there's a couple different, um, a couple different areas. I want you to write down. I want you to write down at least one thing that you can clean up. Something, the first thing. Okay, you can write down a list, but have that first thing that you can actually start doing today. One area you can start cleaning out is your physical space, right? The easiest place to start is in the physical space. In getting in like just making your bed and clearing off your desk, your area of work and doing the dishes. Those different things that stack up and that remain there and remain just something in the back of your mind to distract you, to give you anxiety, to keep you back, to to diminish your sense of self-worth. All those different things are really detrimental to you and your, you know, relentless pursuit of what you want most in life or what you need most in life. I need to change that intro, actually. Thank you all for reminding me about that. Uh, That's the easiest place to start. It's an easy, simple place to start. Every and a, and a great way to do that is every Saturday, um, just as a mental reminder that oh, it's Saturday. I need to clean something, whether it's my car, my desk, or my room, or catch up on dishes or do laundry. I always do laundry on Saturday, which is a really easy way, you know, to keep everything clean. Um, but also you know, especially my car because I forget about that and I drive all the time, so my car is a mess just because of the nature of driving all the time in your car. And so those different areas, you know, the habit is building up. And so that's the easiest area to actually create that focus. And of course, that general mental well-being. The second area um, is actually in your tasks, in your, bu- in your business, in your work, and, you know, your drive to success. What you're currently doing, the projects you're working on, the things that you are behind on. This is my rule for projects I'm behind on is that I will look at all my tasks, my task list, my, my tasks. I hate that word is so difficult to say, especially with other words. We need a new word besides task, um, things to do. And I'll look at my list and I'll go, okay, all this stuff is overdue. Let's reschedule everything. Everything that's overdue is getting a new due date, a realistic due date. Okay, great. Now, nothing is overdue. And that's just an important thing for me because I will not do it. If it's overdue, I'll just let it be more and more overdue. And I've realized that about me and it's not an easy fix. And that's the important thing to remember is that something's not an easy fix like that for me is that if something's overdue, like if I have an email in there for like a month ago, I'll just let it be because I'm like, oh, no, now it's like weird and awkward to do it. Now I'm just so behind. It doesn't really matter if it's another day. I'll just, you know, do it tomorrow. I have other stuff to do. That's just a really detrimental thing that I've realized about me. So especially with emails is I'll snooze it. That's why I love Gmail because I just snooze it for later. And then that email pops up again, and I'm able to answer it um, when it pops up again for the time that I've scheduled it for. And that's just the important thing is knowing your capacity and then scheduling everything to accommodate that. Whether it's actually scheduling a calendar event or whether it's keeping up on your tasks. Um, I mean, I used to use Asana. In fact, now I use an app called ClickUp. And it's not like they're sponsoring anything. Um, I just a friend of mine was using it. And I was like, hey, that looks really versatile, a lot better than Asana. I started using it and go, oh wow, I love this so much. Um, so I definitely recommend clickup, clickup.com um for tasks, projects, um, general doing things again, not sponsoring, um, just something that I love. I'm, I should, I mean, I should probably try to make money off of this, but I'm not. <laughs> um, the thing is, I don't think they have a partner program. So you know what? We're good. We're good for right now. Uh, that's the big thing. So, right. So catching up on tasks and scheduling things out to a realistic time that you can actually get them done. And then that way you don't have overdue tasks because those only will hurt you. If for some reason you find like, Oh, I do great when that happens, when I have overdue tasks, Weird, like I've never met anyone like you, but I'd love to talk to you because um that just seems like such very counterintuitive. And then finally, and the hardest part, if you haven't been able to tell, I'll be going from easiest to hardest. The hardest place to have cleanup is in your relationships. Now, I mean relationships in general, from romantic to friendship to business. And now there's a couple examples I want to point out. Is that um I I do not have a wide circle of friends. And that's not like an oh no no, 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 no. no, I like having a very small circle of friends, of people that I truly trust. And the way, honestly, the way I determine a friend is will I reach out to them to ask them to hang out? If I will do that, then they are my friend. If I won't do that, then they are an acquaintance and that's how i judge how close people are to me and to be honest most people are not on that list there is a very small number i don't want to say the number because i don't want to say like this is the the standard i don't want to give any of that kind of um ambition but it's a very very tight circle that i have myself in because those are people that i can truly truly be myself around and i don't have to worry about anything i honestly and that's that's my judgment right So those people, I'm fine with, right? People have different standards for friendships. People are more extroverts than me. Like, again, um, a lot of my friends are extroverts. And they have a lot more friends than me. And I'm just like, I don't understand why you would want that ever. But fine, I guess you like that for some weird reason, right? Um, And so if maybe you have that wider circle of friends, especially if you have that wider circle of friends that bit of cleanup with catching up with somebody and learning and getting and saying, well, it's been so long. It'd be weird to say like, Hey, you want to go out for coffee? You want to grab a drink and talk, you know, and catch up. And at least for me, you know, like it's, like it's very awkward, you know, if it's so long and also with business, the same thing happens with business. If I, someone hired me to speak, you know, a couple years ago, I need to remember for myself, and again, right? I'm in this journey with you. I'm not perfect. I'm in this journey with you. Is I need to remember? Oh, I need, I need, I need to like to catch up with them. I need to update them on what's happening because everything's different. And I know because they booked me to speak, they are interested in my in my story in general. Right? They're interested in my story in general. I think it was helpful. And so obviously, right? That's something that would be helpful. That would be good for me to kind of close that and. You know, in general, improve my sense of the world, I would say. That's the best way I can think of phrasing it right now. But um, that's just something, you know, to to think about is that who – who in my life do I need to clean up with? And me, I don't have drama with people because I just, I don't stand for that. If someone wants to have drama with me, I'm sorry. I don't care. And you, I'm not, I'm not going to give you feedback on that. Like, I will, I will never, see, like, if, if you want to have beef with me, like, I'm sorry. Okay. Fine. That's a nice. You go over there. I don't care. Um, So in my life, I just don't have the time or mental energy to have, you know, drama with people. So in that sense of cleanup, I just, I, I can't think of a single person I'd want to clean up with, you know. Um, but in your life, what's something that, that's holding you back? You know, what what's relationship? What kind of cleanup do you need to do that's actually holding you back? Write down that person's name and write down a goal. Something that you're going to do. What is it? Who is it? Because what am I in the business of? Moving you forward. You know what? is the worst thing that can hold you back personal uncleanliness relationship uncleanliness especially if it's romantic especially if you have romantic cleanup to do you better do that right away you better stop this podcast right now pause it call that person talk to that person because that is not something you want to mess around with but in most of the cases that I've personally seen in talking to a lot of people who have a lot of relationship cleanup to do, um, it's mainly, you know, extended friends, right? Who you just need, you need to close the loop with either by ending the friendship or by sol or by fixing it. It's one of those two options, right? That's what's going to happen. Or you can live in limbo and you can be held back by that person by the fact that they're just there. I don't want that for you. I do not want that for you. And then I've also seen it in familial. I mean, that's the other big thing, right? In your family, in somebody, right? Whether it's close family or extended family and someone you need to clean up with. And I get it. A lot of the times, that's why I left this for last. Because a lot of times, this might not be able to happen right now. For whatever reason, you might not be able to do this. But I want you to write down the person's name and a goal. So you can set that goal for whatever, but I want you to set that goal. I'm going to do this by this. I'm going to, I mean, in, in honestly, in all bluntness, I'm going to ditch this person by this time or I'm going to fix things with this person by this time. I have, unfortunately, I've had to just lose some, I mean, not, I mean, friendships, when I, when I say that word friendship, I mean it very extremely. I'm a man of extremes. I'll admit it. I'm a, I'll, I'll very much admit it. I do not go halfway on anything. If I go halfway on something because like I just don't care and I did the minimum to what was expected of me, it's just like, do not care enough. That's when I go halfway. But when I go all the way, that's when I truly value something, you know? Either I go all the way or I totally ignore it. And I, unfortunately, I've had to do that with some people. It's just like, I'm sorry, you're bad for me. I don't, and I don't care. Like I care about you as a human being, but I cannot care for you as a friend. Okay. And I get it. You know, that's that's me. That's my personality and my own mental health situation. I can't afford to have something that is negatively affecting me. I can't. It's, it's just something that hurts me so much that I would be doing uh, I would be hurting myself and causing harm to myself directly if I were to try to keep on a friendship that was hurting me and I know that so I don't. Well I want to bring you to a great I want to end this with, like with a good story with a happy story um is that I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people. You know, I'm just am. I'm terrible. Even my friends, like when I say a friend is someone who I, would you know, hit up and say, hey, you want to hang out? I don't do that with my friends because I just don't think about it. I get so caught up in the day and what's going on that I just forget about people who I should be spending time with. To be honest, I forget about people who I want to spend time with. And one of those people that I and I just close the loop, right? I made this resolution myself. Like I said, I'm working on this myself is I close the loop with lenny ross now if you don't know lenny ross he was very much involved in my origin story in my a suicide attempt is that he was directly involved. if you don't if you're not familiar with it go go to you can't be um doesn't matter how you spell it you can't be a race.com you'll see my whole story if you're not familiar with my whole story i also posted a testimonial um last week, um, a Saturday ago or two Saturdays ago, I forget what I posted it. Um I posted a little um it's a couple episodes back, you'll see it says how to give a fire testimony or something like that, how to crush your testimony. And my whole story is there um in like a 20 minute form, or 30 minute form. But he's someone who I wouldn't I would not be here today in this capacity if he did not intervene in my life. And I hadn't seen him for about two years and I i mean so much has changed since then and finally what it took and this is how bad I am and this is why I'm saying like I'm in this with you is that this is how bad I am it took us running into him at a restaurant to be like oh we need we need to sit down and catch up and we did and we finally finally did through all the fire and the flames <laughs> of the day we finally made it happen and that's and that's another reason why I'm recording this right now is because I'm really I've been thinking about this a lot especially in that regard And so that's just my that's my big lesson for cleaning up. So remember, like physically clean up a place around you that you're in a lot, whether it's your desk at work, whether it's your bed, whether it's dishes, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, homework, notes, your like filing system, um, whatever it is, is that that's a great way to bring some peace and happiness into your life. And it's just a way to keep up a habit that benefits you throughout your entire life, which is cleanliness, not being like a quote unquote neat freak, but just having a cleanliness mindset, which spreads throughout your entire life, especially in your work, like what you're doing, right? And that's what I'm saying about tasks, Um, but also in your relationships and bringing that habit forward. And Honestly, that's my weakest spot. I'm great at keeping my room clean and you know and keeping up on like physical cleanliness. I'm pretty good at keeping, you know, business cleanliness going on. In fact, I'm really I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm I'm about the same tier, but I'm terrible at keeping a relationship cleanliness going on. And so it's important to also identify where you're weak and where you're strong and then Keep on you know, going on where you're strong, but also remember that, oh, wow, I'm weak here. I need to pick up the slack a little bit because it's negatively affecting my life. And if it is, then let's do something about it. I hope this was helpful for getting you to focus this week. Have some positive focus, right? Doing something that's good for you, good for your life, and good for your future. We will be back this Wednesday with another episode of Hump Day Business Report where we just look at things that impact you, other things that impact you, but going on more in the business world and how we can utilize them to get that edge. And, of course, this Saturday is the first Saturday of the month, so Clara will be joining us and we talk about changes and all the changes that we can go in life and how to choose our passions. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to check out the show notes and more. Get your free coaching session. That is available for you podcast listeners. I've coached everyone from, you know, executives at multi-million dollar telecommunication companies to a 17-year-old who wanted to tell her story. So I encourage you, get that free coaching session because that is there for you. It cannot hurt. In fact, it will only help because I'll make sure that it helps. I'll see you next time. Do what you love. And remember to always stay on the positive side of things.